listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their neck to keep their hoes in check. Cause oh, they sweat her brother majorly. And I don't know why your girl keeps paging me. She tell me that she need me, cries when she leave me. And every time she sees me, she squeeze me. Lady, take it easy. Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want to hit the sack easy. Hey, yo, bust it. Baby got a problem saying bye-bye. Just another hazard of a fly guy. You ask why? Don't matter. My pockets got fatter. Now everybody's looking for the platter. And they don't need to be greedy. If you want to see me down my beeper number, baby, when you need me. And I'll be there in a jiffy. Don't be picky. Just be happy with this quickie. But when you learn, you can't tie me down. Baby doll, check it out. I, I get, get around. around hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and Karen. round and round round we go tupac in your town we don't stop for hoes we get around <laughs> i don't know what that is y'all i Me don't neither. know it, that's what i hear uh we are live on a saturday morning ready to do a feedback episode you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport football. and bullet ball extreme of course you can go to the black guy who com. leave comments right there on the website uh under each post the black guy who tips um uh dot com of course and you can uh each episode has a poll and comment section that's where we read your some of your feedback leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that that also is a great source of a way to get your opinion in and also just to let us know how good of a job we're doing we only read the five star reviews so make them nice uh and that's if they're nice so we only read five star reviews if they're nice and um because we deserve okay we work damn hard and uh we don't need your criticisms all right Mm-mm. uh lead that to those other more secure shows all right we're not with that shit Mm-mm. we like to be praised um, come on you can also <laughs> leave us voicemails at 704-557-0186 i don't think we got any voicemails this week uh i saw one out there uh, and i listened to it thursday and i don't think it was for the show i don't know okay. who it was for this exactly is not verified press one now so we can verify your business with google right so uh i don't think we got any voicemails this week nope uh you can also email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com and we read those on the air um and i want to say that's about it um i hope i didn't leave anything else out but yeah leave us five star reviews and all that stuff and you can donate to the show the black guy who tips.com uh on the right hand side of the front page is a little donate thing like hey you want to give some money to us you don't have to uh, there's no specific denomination of money you have to give you can give one time you can give recurring you can give any amount we shout out the people that give to the show uh like that they just donating to the show um now it's a little bit different than our premium listeners they don't get a shout out there's more of them but uh they get a bunch of premium shows that we work damn hard on they get a lot of them and a lot of them okay there's so many shows behind the paywall it's crazy it is a lot um so all right let's get into the people that we uh that gave us money i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment today's a new day new day new money 
let's talk about it monica t recurring donator thank you very much james g thank you so much we appreciate you deidre h thanks same to you gerard l appreciate you lenica m i feel like lenica that's a new name maybe mm-hmm. it's lenica uh terry w thank you so much tyrone m thank you as well jason f we appreciate you Corey b thank you so much uh i believe this is dotstry j thank you dotstry we appreciate you that sounds new deborah oh i think it might be mm-hmm. jonathan h thank you so much omot a thank you mr span of the span report podcast thank you so much andy s we appreciate you mm-hmm. Janine r thank you Janine. mary h thank you so much bowie freelance oh it's our girl shannon thank you shannon hey baby uh michael irvin the playmaker thank you jonathan w thanks jeff m we appreciate you rachel h thank you so much stefan h thank you as well stefan uh waste bees by Sura, we appreciate you eric m thank you eric we appreciate you attitude check bronco pride correct and, and uh the females is in the championship mm-hmm. today at one the women's mm-hmm. basketball team women jasmine a thank you so much uh <laughs> the females that's funny oh my bad and i, I don't cancel me y'all i didn't mean that no the no they way. know they okay. know <laughs> these, these damn females i know these females playing all this basketball a man sport who they think they are alexander m thank you very much Carter h thank you mccole f j full thank you j full mm-hmm. uh want Juanita w thank you Juanita. golda s thank you golda early days in photography with michael w marvin b yes marvin b thank mm-hmm. you solana s we appreciate you solana uh nerds and luxurious those luxurious nerds i imagine they are bathed in gold <laughs> candace h thank you so much justin j we appreciate you uh who else we got here um chrishell m the official ben simmons hater of the show asia d thank you asia adam s they appreciate you adam so many names so many people yvonne m thank you yvonne yeah it was short last week so they making up for it annie p annie are you okay i hope you are right here tom w thank you very much and that is everybody Woo. can you just smile for me and the people say oh 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 you look so much better when you all right let's get into the five star views we got a couple on itunes none on stitcher uh the best podcast by the number j who says five stars that's it five stars thank you and it had to be long y'all i find that to be very helpful me too southern fried comfort for your ears five stars i like that title that might be the title of the show right let me write that down so i forget southern fried comfort for your ears i mean we do love southern comfort okay yeah and fried chicken apparently a fried mm-hmm. fish whichever one you choose ogan the hunter says i love this podcast and love queen karen and her co-host even more they make me feel hope that they're strong knowledgeable political but loving and progressive black folks like me all over i don't feel isolated because of the loving community they build around them it's like a family reunion every episode long live the queen and rod also shame works it does work Ogan. i'm telling you 
they sleeping on this shame they sleeping on it don't sleep on the shame y'all it could work okay mm-hmm. i know some of y'all got y'all on photo talking about you ain't never gonna shame me mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you shamed a lot of five-star views out of people mm-hmm. don't keep them on photo what one of these old days i'm soften that hard mm-hmm. so we need these five-star views i've been doing good this year yes y'all let's have. keep it up guys it's getting it's going down a little bit the numbers going down a little bit every week but uh i say it's time to renew it it's women's history month karen is a woman leave us some five-star views okay come on uh that's it for the five-star reviews let's get to the website we have different podcast episodes the first one of last week was 1848 recharge my blackness batteries now before i even get into this feedback we only did four episodes last week i believe because we took a day off um but we were we steady we're working and i was on two podcasts one was medium popcorn uh with brandon collins and we reviewed the movie high flying bird which you can find on netflix it's only an hour and a half long um it's a really good movie and we had a fun reviewing it the other one is the woke i was on the woke files which is a spinoff of three guys on podcast uh where randolph terrence interviews people and we had a very long conversation about a bunch of just current topics about blackness you know and i always enjoy talking to randolph he's a real real good dude man one of the one of those people that um i really respect and uh i I really respect the fact that he continues to uh to grow um you know at an age where a lot of black men just go i'm 50 now or i'm whatever and right and they just stop growing (laughs) yeah like i you know and he's a comedian so you know uh you know it's that thing where sometimes comedians are just kind of like i have i'm lazy now i wrote all my jokes i'm done trying to relate to the world and you expand know? my mind and mostly i appreciate the fact that i always feel like he's not bullshitting me like nah he real like if you disagree with him then at least it's authentic if, mm-hmm. if you don't if you do agree with him then you know he's he's being righteous in it um so we talked about a lot of stuff man we talked about colin kaepernick's uh settlement thing we talked about the blackface attack on, on black history month and um just you know we talked about obama's uh comments about to the kids about the uh to the black dude uh black kids and my brother's keeper about you know the gold chains and toxic masculinity and it was just a really good uh conversation that that went on for a long time so if you guys don't have three guys on premium they have a patreon and you can go sign up same thing for medium popcorn they have a patreon and you can sign up i'm actually uh on both of those so i mean like i'm a patreon yes whatever you call them and we are not freeloaders yeah i'm not a fucking freeloader come on uh 1848 recharge my blackness battery was the episode our feedback show no comments but we did have a poll do you believe the police sources about robert Kraft? robert Kraft is the owner of the patriots got caught uh going into allegedly going into a uh spa that was sex trafficking and uh he was supposedly getting uh getting sex uh um in the spa and stuff sexual favors and for money which is illegal um and i just was making joke i've been making the observation all week because i think it's important that people felt very protective of the jesse smollett story but if we're being honest this is kind of business as usual the only difference is we like jesse so we feel a little bit more you know we want this investigation taken a little bit more professionally and seriously and and than than normal really because the normal operation for police is actually not that very not very good Mm-mm. uh anyway yes he did that shit he guilty as fuck or no we can't we gotta wait for all the facts karen hey okay 
a yes he did that shit he guilty as fuck 96 percent of y'all say he is guilty that's why i said it's like it's funny when people start painting those hard and fast rules like we believe in cops now we do when we don't like a motherfucker absolutely we do yes yes we do and maybe that's the problem with the whole thing maybe that's the problem is nobody can really get past the truth of not liking it when it's a motherfucker they don't like you know i mean believing the cops when it's a motherfucker they don't like because we know white people don't like black people and then that's why they believe the cops every time come on Uh, anyway no we have to wait for all the facts shout out to the four percent of y'all that that got some level of uh what do you call it um credibility i guess uh to be able to do that i'm gonna be real with y'all i don't i'm in that yes he did that shit and i be in that group a lot like (laughs) same like i'm not even gonna try to front we do guess the race and i'll be like this nigga did this i don't be like wait to the trial i'll be like what Mm -mm. he had a sword he chopped the arm off he did that shit uh, Come on. <laughs> who makes something like that up uh anyway beretta did that shit says eve <laughs> oh man um and i understand that some of the differences with jesse i'm just saying it's funny this to, to simplify it to we never believe cops uh episode 1849 good night rider uh night rider uh we had two comments uh hill dot shun says i can't control my laughter because of the extra hilariously ridiculous songs y'all sang this episode please make an album i swear i'll buy it <laughs> we do come up with a lot of stuff off the fly it don't it don't be playing i clear it don't y'all langston says i'm over here at work listening to this episode with my mouth agape i've been saying Chuck E. cheese my whole black ass life not knowing i was missing an entire apostrophe s come on all of us say chucky e. cheese nobody say chucky e. cheeses no chucky e. cheese do you think r kelly will go to prison this time yes or no karen this one is hard but i just i hope and i know that's not an answer but that's I, not an answer. I i i, I mm. hope wow okay <laughs> do you think r kelly go to prison this time 87 percent of the audience say yes 13 percent say no i say yes i'm in the yeses i think we got them y'all i think he's going to prison this time i know i shouldn't be getting my hopes up or whatever the fuck i don't care i think he's going to prison this time because I, I thought that he, i think he's been operating with impunity he hasn't been careful he hasn't been covering his tracks mm-hmm. and there's a litany of evidence and accusers and it's well within the statute of limitations now i think he's going to prison and i'll be in good riddance I, i'm uh and, and, like i said I, i'm not of i don't have a qualm of seeing like a black man in handcuffs going into a jail get the fuck up out of here you abuse the community you can get the fuck up out of the community bye and also i think and i might be wrong like he's not broke broke mm-hmm. but he's quote unquote rich broke yeah and so he i don't know his financial situation but he may be in a position where he might not be able to pay all these people off like he did before i don't know i just know i think we can get him uh alicia says well now it's time for r kelly to go to auntie yonla well he actually already tried to go on yonla and she said no she was like i'm not gonna try to fix that life if he admitted it and followed yonla's advice do you think the public would forgive him Mm-mm. no well th- th- those are two big ifs one uh she won't have him on the show but then two if he did admit it and uh that would obviously make him guilty and he'd probably go to prison for that 
so i don't think he'd actually admit it i think he would do what he's been doing which is almost taunting in people's face and i feel bad and i admit that i did some things and i'm not a perfect person but he would never admit it so it's like this hypothetical would never happen and whatever advice ayala would give him it wouldn't matter it, the 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 thing that has always bothered me about r kelly is there's a lot of people that are already willing to forgive him and have right. forgiven him or excused him within our community it's not white people um and in a lot of cases it's not strictly like it's not and it's not really just black men in our community it's black women that are fans of his one of them bailed him out with a hundred thousand dollars like uh, i i don't know what it's a it's an inter-community fight to say this man is wrong this abuse is wrong and it needs to stop and i think it's because a lot of people are afraid of what it says about them their relationships their their initiations into sex the men that have preyed on them in our community the fondness people have for those men uh the 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 blind eye people turn towards black girls and and uh and, well shit black girls and black boys at that age if they're being uh sexually abused by older people correct um i don't think we want to have that conversation and i don't think it's a i don't think it's particularly pathological or anything to our community where it's like only black people do this every community does this hasidic jews do this uh they talk about all the time catholics do this um like a lot of a lot of people like have these type of things and nobody says shit so nothing happens and i think this will be a big example of a fight that it it took a long fight but hopefully this guy goes to prison because this kind of shit needs to stop um i think he would definitely go to jail because unlike before he is allegedly dead broke we'll see could be hiding that money somewhere you never know with these niggas right 1850 emotion is contagious that was the name of the episode we had a long meandering talk about emotions and stuff always end up you know being like i hope we didn't bore anybody blah blah but right. you know it got a lot of feedback a lot of long-winded feedback meaning that y'all really liked it and had a lot to say all right Sandler Agney says since 2015 I stopped watching the Academy Awards and I haven't looked back I even contemplated recording them this year but I realized that it wasn't worth it another year of hashtag Oscar so white think pieces out of touch Oscar voters people complaining about that a film got robbed and the institution that fawns over for an era of cinema that'll never come back I love movies always have and always will but I realized after a while that award shows like the Oscars just gravitate to things that don't cater to black people I appreciate the fight for uh, folks like april rain who are trying to open doors for black and brown people this is one of the good things that i can take for progress in this era of entertainment especially in cinema i'm happy for spike lee mahershala ali peter ramsey ruth carter regina king and others but at the end of hold on how did i lose my place just that quick uh and others uh but at the end of the day i lost the ability to care for the horse race aspect of the show i even laughed when i saw green book one for best picture because why not that's how i got over that and i plan my xbox one helped i think the cinema too often does cater to this archaic academic hive mind that robs the joy away from movies you have your afis pretentious white critics wokes tm and dude bros who do nothing but bitch about movies that shit gets tiring after a while that being said i'm glad spoiled movie reviews mtr network nerdpocalypse and where my 40 acres doesn't do that we try not to man i I, you know try to keep it more positive and think about the experiences that i enjoyed the theater rather than the ones that i don't correct because it'll drive you crazy man and you can really turn yourself into a negative person by 
focusing on just the shit that you didn't like and the things they didn't get right you know quiet is kept um that was actually a really good award show um an award like uh this is a good award season for um a lot of black people it really was and it's, it's just sad because like i said people accentuate on the negative so at the end of the day it became the green book oscars right as if nothing else happened right right so if you're not somebody following it and you don't really keep up you'd be like well y'all just made about green book versus a litany of brown people won of all types of brown people and like that's what everything everybody harped on but mill 73 but mill 73 says when i was growing up in the early 80s we had we only had one tv station jbc the jamaica broadcasting corporation these motherfuckers used to split the oscars up into three this three-part show broadcasting each part on three consecutive sunday nights this was obviously before the internet and youtube so we just had to deal back when i loved the oscars i think the scarcity of movies played a huge part in that until the mid-90s jamaica would get movie weeks sometimes months after their release in the states the movie houses would rent the reels which would have to be physically bought on the island also there were no cineplexes back then so the runs would be for maybe a week or two weeks so catching a movie in the cinema was a challenge mm. we would get to see the big ones but most of the movies i got to see were on vcr a year or two after the initial release this made the oscars fascinating because it would show all the movie clips interspersed throughout the show i never thought much about inclusion because when I, since i saw america is primarily white the premier award show would naturally service the taste of white people as far as i was concerned my appreciation and enjoyment of black american culture didn't rely on this validation by white people outside looking in my view was white people like their shit we like our shit but sometimes we like their shit too honestly it wasn't until i was much older that i realized white people watched the jeffersons of 227 of fresh prince right that's how they got them ratings as i got older i still appreciated watching the award shows for different reasons because i appreciate why it was important that the academy recognized art from others rather than just rewarding the same white dudes but they were still somewhat enjoyable then something happened in the late arts i got a dvr you mean i could record my shows automatically then watch them in my convenience skipping through ads without fucking vhs tapes each year guy got less and less tolerant of watching the war shows to the point where i stopped watching them all together like four or five years ago there's too much entertainment today my dvr holds 64 shows on it between my wife and i there's netflix amazon prime and movies on demand the only sporting event i watch live is the super bowl every sunday uh during the season i pick the games i want to watch and record them even if i had the time i would start watching games halfway in if i skip all the ads and all the times when the clock stopped i would i would catch up by the end of the game i do care about inclusion and i do get annoyed that art by people that look like me is ignored by the wider world but i still enjoy to an extent the spectacle of the awards i mean where else are you going to get snaps of billy porter looking great in the gown tux and activating a thousand hotels to start blathering about the destruction of the black man or some such nonsense <laughs> i just have more options now i watched spike's acceptance on youtube minutes after it aired and i only had to pause umbrella academy for a few minutes emil yeah i feel you on all that stuff it's just interesting to me because um i understand why it matters to the industry but it doesn't mean it has to matter to me correct you know i I root for the black people in that industry i hope they get recognized because they work just as hard as anybody else but right just like anybody at their job won't be recognized among their peers yeah but it's not my thing d ramsey ph does says five stars loving the discussion on serving the public and common courtesy i worked at bk albertson's and u.s postal service and other departments where i serve the public a simple please thank you and you are welcome does not hurt anyone even though i fake boycott chick-fil-a 
uh, uh, their customer service is always pleasant that's why they stay in business mm-hmm. mel's brother's mail uh mel's brother mel says emotional contagion is so goddamn real a researcher from uh, facebook teamed up with researchers at cornell and published similar findings in the academic journal proceedings of the national academy of sciences a few years back i usually teach about this study in my section on research ethics because facebook was on some fuck shit with the con with the consent but point is facebook has known for years that the emotional content a user sees will influence their future postings and that if you persistently show users a negative content the emotional content of future postings will reflect the same negativity the article is all open access so i always give my students the link to have them read it for themselves yeah it's true man you know and so you almost have to regulate it for yourself mm-hmm. i made some changes to my feed to to make my shit better and i'm to be honest the one of the weirdest side effects of all that is watching people peel themselves off of you that are very negative yep. i don't know if it's that facebook stopped showing them my shit or they just stopped showing me their shit or what i mean to the point where some people actually unfriended me in this last like however long and i'm okay with that yeah because we never interact i'm okay with that like one we never really interact two we're always on opposite page panels like you know for me i think some people see me as funny maybe comic relief maybe you know on you know uh some people may even look up to me like for my political opinions and stuff but that's not all i do all day is Mm -mm. give political opinions and long with it like posting shit so since that's not my lane and i try to keep it funny and i've been trying to concentrate on that more often i've been seeing like big changes in my mental health been seeing big changes in uh who's around me the people that associate with me the people that like you know go up for us and all that stuff it's just changed and i i think i like it better this way than i was before it was making me miserable and i'm just a person that's that's open to being honest about that i think a lot of people are living in misery and the social media just propagates that it just can it's like a cycle that just keeps happening over and over but until you but but when you're so used to it you can't even admit it's making you miserable you don't know what it feels like anymore to not be fucking miserable on there every day sharing like the next terrible thing that's happened yeah because that's considered normal to a lot of people yeah and also they they it's the social media experience is made to make us feel that way they they vested a lot of money in that they want to find out what keeps you on there that's the main thing for them it's an addiction yeah what gives you a dopamine fix or what what makes you post the next thing and share the next thing that's all it matters to them felix says i used to really enjoy the oscars but recently i found myself being exhausted by them especially as an animator and the animation category is always a bloody mess the best films never usually win and it's always guaranteed it'll go disney or pixar's way the voters also being quoted uh saying racist stuff about anime movies two also does it help especially in years where certain anime movies are really more deserving which brings me to peter ramsey's spider-verse win talk about someone who worked their ass off all over the industry the fact that he's the first black director to win for an animated movie shows just how little representation there is in the field folks like him and lashawn thomas bruce w smith floyd norman and lots of other black animation greats are so inspiring i don't watch i didn't watch the oscars but seeing all my fellow black animators getting emotional about it on the timeline was genuinely heartwarming i'm happy with what black panther won i hoped at the very least it went costume production design and score and it did that's enough for me with all the discourse about it being nominated i didn't think it actually would win 
but what but that would have been a nice bonus to see nate moore and kevin feige up there too the movie made me and my dad cry talk a lot after seeing it together and that's always going to be something i treasure so i'm not bothered it didn't win best picture it'll always be the best picture in my heart that's all that matters to me it was a lot less stressful looking at my timeline the day after the oscars than watching them so that's what i'll be doing from now smart also it doesn't help that being in different time zones the shit aired 11 p.m on sunday so that that's a no-go anyway last thing on, for the oscars four hours and we starting at 11 no thank you right last thing on the oscars now fuck green book and the folks on stage who made it mahershala and octavia being exceptions of course love them ha <laughs> that black gender love it the old white dudes who voted for it yeah <laughs> black people man we be having some agendas don't we fuck everybody not you two black people i like y'all everybody else go to hell <laughs> kiss go my to- ass <laughs> uh on to anger being contagious online man i feel that so much i got to the listen y'all want to know listen the oscars i don't know how we talked about this in the same fucking show and didn't bring it up or i didn't see the connection but the anger towards the oscars is it right like that's a great example people live tweeting the way you say you like to wait to the next day from now on because if you watch it live it is contagious Mm -hmm. it's everyone being upset about every person that didn't win and uh they only won because of that and y'all niggas y'all fave this and and all of a sudden it's actually hate tweeting it's not actually live tweeting out of love and fun and respect and comedy it's hate tweeting and now it drives that emotion into you and you're hate tweeting or you're disagreeing with people and you want to put that out there but you're no longer having fun right doing this thing unless you are a person that gets fun off of off of that hate shit anyway uh i got to the point last i got to the point last year when the first things i would see as soon as i opened my phone were folks being angry at everything and it was severely affecting me mentally and creatively and i didn't realize until it got to be too much i took a break for a while and still i'm on a break kind of i've been slowly cutting down on the number of people i follow and even folks i do like i don't follow anymore because of the kind of stuff they tend to post more about online that <laughs> Listen, happens a lot i always say that we all got the same people muted probably me too you know i'm okay with that because i because like also at least for me i can't speak for other people who knows what their egos are about but for me i don't want to make nobody feel bad by my presence online Mm-mm. like i didn't sign up on there for you to be like man why is rod talking about this and that again i would rather you unfollow me same. it doesn't mean i need to i want to change everything i do but it just i would rather not be causing you hardship if you can't take you know oh why is this nigga being silly about this kardashian story instead of being serious about it it's bothering me then unfollow because i'm not gonna be mad and i'm not saying out of anger or mm-hmm. and then fuck you go to hell but like mm-hmm. nah just unfollow because what's the point of you being upset with me and i'm just living my life you know it's not like i wake up every morning and be like what can i say controversial to start some shit right i'm not i'm just living my life and i try to assume for the most part that that's what everybody else is doing so if i unfollow you or mutual or whatever and you're a cool person but i just don't want to see you know maybe you're a cool person but you're an activist and everything you post about is just depressing as fuck all goddamn day like i like like and maybe you can handle that you know in your life you're you're laughing you're still finding joy in things but your presence online is just big trauma 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 i might not want to fuck with you you know 
and and like i said i my shit might be tr- too traumatic for some people right you know i make an observation about race or something maybe there's people out there that's like man this nigga only talks about race you know he say nigga too much whatever it is totally understand go and be your best okay yeah and also i think because of the way the internet and shit is designed because like i talked about before about the addiction mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people get caught up into friends and likes and and follows and all that stuff and there's nothing wrong with that but it comes to a point where follows and unfollows sometimes people take it personally when it's not always a personal thing for some sometimes it is but for most people it's not personal you know some people get obsessed with it you know where if their number goes up or down by one or two people they immediately know they looking they hunting they wondering why what did i do wrong when in my mind maybe it's just me it ain't that fucking important yeah you gotta be uh, secure with yourself a little bit you know i also sometimes i will make a game of it like <laughs> it's so petty but I, i've been doing this lately and i don't know why it's so funny to me but like if somebody randomly has me blocked on like twitter and because it, it'll show you like so-and-so retweeted this but you can't see it because mm-hmm. they got you blocked mm-hmm. i'm like i don't especially if i don't know them i don't have any run-ins but i think i think it's that thing where you get popular enough on twitter and there's people that just they see something they don't like about you or they just are they just some hating ass nigga i don't know right. but uh because because there's a lot of times people block you even if you've never had interaction with them right they do they just that something about you they don't like <laughs> i've been doing a thing now where i go find their page and block them back i don't know why it made me feel good <laughs> i'll be like you too nigga we now we both not officially friends and you know what <laughs> and sometimes i know that's petty but you like cool i don't see you you don't see me you know it's it's best for all parties involved i just like for me i think it, it's just like that's the amount of not serious it is it's just right. like fuck you then like, who cares right you can't see me guess what now nah, i can't no i can't see you now nah, you can't see me we even it makes me laugh every time i don't know why like i'll be hoping to see somebody that blocked me for no reason so i could be like block back nigga like i don't know probably some hotel shit i don't who knows it don't even matter it's just so uh that's how serious like it don't have to be that serious my whole point mm-hmm. like keep it fun keep it positive or whatever uh i just find it's much easier to be creative when i'm in a positive place since i need to be in that place to get by as an artist i'm gonna try and maintain that same it took me so long to get to that point because i didn't want folks to think i didn't like them or i hated them for not following anymore right. but folks were understanding so it's not it's, it's not stressing me out so much well let me tell you something else dog if they don't understand fuck them it's okay right it's okay fuck them if they don't understand fuck them like everything don't have to be for them you got to live your life for you and i say that as a person that has been there i'm an overthinker i'm like oh man this person's talking shit about me but if i unfollow them then it's like i'm not letting them have their opinion and they 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 said they was a fan of me but if they want to say that my show ain't shit and i ain't shit and uh my wife ain't shit i mean it's their right but and then i thought about i was like man fuck these people i they don't like me why are they hanging around me right whether virtually or in real life like why do you want to see what i have for breakfast why do you want to see the next joke i have so you can fold your arms and be upset about it just get the fuck from around me that is- i wouldn't allow you in my house in real life i wouldn't give you a ride in my car in real life you if i knew you didn't fuck with me and didn't like me guess what i'm not trying to do tell you everything that's going on with me so you have to set those boundaries for yourself for your own health and 
it you know if they got a feeling about you setting a boundary that's on them mm-hmm. completely on them and like i said and and because the way my mind functions i've realized on a lot of things i'm an oddball if i don't like something and i don't fuck with it, something i truly when i say i don't fuck with it i really mean i don't fuck with it a lot of people say they don't fuck with shit but they constantly follow it they know everything about it they can tell you more information than anything i think a lot of times people say that to make themselves feel good but you really like the thing that you say you don't fuck with or you hate and it doesn't make sense to me but i realize that's how social media works mm-hmm. so for me when i be like i don't fuck with it people i'm like, I be like I, I, I don't fuck with that uh i don't know nothing about it you know I don't, when i said i left the building i motherfucking left the building and never came back yeah i mean that's a human condition because people do that a lot or they say i don't mess with such and such but they really mean the opposite it's the only thing they talk about right like I, everybody that quit the kardashians was only talking about the kardashians yesterday on twitter and i was like y'all been telling me for years y'all don't fuck with them right i think what you really meant to say is i can't stop fucking with them so i have to talk shit about them you know what i mean they can't help themselves i i literally like made a joke and was like and i'm out like i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not like randolph was like we gotta what about you think about such and such i said i'm not gonna invest any seriousness in it because i think that they're not to be taken seriously so i'm gonna just leave them alone like if other people want to take them seriously that's their thing i'm not you know totally shit there's niggas that argue about whether lebron likes kyrie irving all day hey if that's your thing that's your thing but y'all won't catch me going back and forth with much earnestness about that kind of shit i'd rather make a joke and move on it's not it's not something that really is is that important to me right and so it's one of those things where you it's a respect thing you know i just let people cook even though you know and i'm and i'm not uh above being country for being um back and forth on some things too i'm not above that but you know when i watch people i go okay i'll just let y'all cook i don't say nothing i just let people ride but you know what let me ride too just like i i don't pop up in your timeline uh that's harassing you don't come over here harassing me and i'm like you that's all i ask like like yeah. once it's not reciprocal that's when i get attitude uh back to this uh we're almost done with it um uh, da, 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 which is why i understand uh, why i enjoy your show because even when you cover tough topics your approach is the one that leaves somebody in a place where they feel drained by the conversation it really does feel like talking to friends in your head about stuff i really appreciate it for that especially in this climate can't tell you enough how you've helped me through get through some tough spots enjoy the show felix out thank you thank you yeah i always try to be mindful of just the fact that in a lot of these situations there are people that can disagree with you and it doesn't have to be the end of the world no it does not y'all can still be cool y'all can still be friends you it's not a knife fight in the middle of the street it's okay yeah i listen to a lot of podcasts and my favorite podcasts are the ones that at least acknowledge there's more than one perspective on shit um and i'm not saying like on everything obviously you've listened to the show you know we don't feel that way about everything that's you know racism is a thing we're not gonna be like well there's two sides Mm -mm, uh you know mm -mm. murder rape you know there's certain things where it's like no there's not two sides of that mm -mm. yeah but there's a lot of things that people like are willing to like fight and ride and die for that i'm like one this there's no way this rises to that level important so what is it about you that's going on inside of you what's the bigger issue that turned this into the make or break i won't i don't fuck with you no more type of argument you know you should be able to enjoy 
a movie and your friend not enjoy that movie and y'all still be friends come on but i've literally seen that break up like relationships on the internet it's crazy yes i thought bumblebee was a good movie i didn't and it's like next thing you know is uncle you see him just going back and forth you be like well god damn it wasn't up for the movie so that's one of the things and then the second thing is i try to leave a little bit of leeway for the fact that i might be wrong i might feel differently one day i might feel right. really passionate about something and people see my hemming and hawing and back and forth and my libra mind at work but at the end of the day i'm leaving a little bit of room for the fact that i'm fallible and i could feel that i'm justified and vindicated and there's things that i come back to years later or weeks later or a day later or new information comes out and i'm like damn i i guess i don't feel that way you know i now i've changed my mind and that's because i'm a human being and i'm being honest rather than trying to be like i'm always right and i never made mistakes i never made mistakes and i always had the right takes and all that i don't i don't you know that's why i'm like when people get mad at me about my opinion i'm like i don't know why because i'm questioning my shit more than you did i promise that right evie says i usually watch oscar the oscars and for the most part i usually watch the opening red carpet to see what celebrities are wearing the big five awards and in memorial in memoriam in memoriam okay uh, i'm sorry i liked that they didn't have a host this year made for less awkward jokes and i loved all the plc presenters me too i think that they should continue to go on without and without they probably would get somebody because that's tradition next year but i think the show would actually run better and smoother if you be like fuck it let's just have let's just run the show like normal um this is the no 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 you didn't do anything wrong no i lost my spot it's my fault this is the first year i actually saw the majority of movies nominated for an oscar ironically green book was the only one i didn't see so i can't see what say whether it deserved it or not yeah that's what's so funny a lot of people that hate green book didn't even see the shit Mm -mm. and and my thing was for as someone who saw it it was okay that's what most people are saying like it's so crazy that the amount of fervor i I still think it's because people i still on earth too where black people just went man fuck that movie but we didn't really like try to turn it into like a cause i feel like that shit doesn't win the oscar Mm -mm. the only movie i didn't get was roma uh i know a lot of people loved it but it just went over my head and i usually love foreign films i was so happy for regina king ruth carter remy malik and spike lee i hope they go with a no host format from here on out agreed uh the poll was did you watch the oscars um nope i stand with cap yes and i had a good time or yes and i was upset eight percent were watched it but they was upset 23 percent watch it and had a good time shout out to y'all the real mvps and 68 percent of people were like me nope i stand with cap he wouldn't want us watching y'all susan says oh and before you move on also the thing about it in my opinion because of all the controversy around kevin hart nobody else actually want that job anymore because like like i could see them asking people next year and people like nah i I don't want to go up there and next thing you know i got to you everybody gonna comb through everything shift through everything hunt 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 me down everything like nah i'm good so i could see them going to this format because people are like it ain't worth being a host to be scrutinized for everything you fucking say or have done in the past i wonder what would happen if they asked kevin hart to do it next year that would be interesting yeah, they, they i'm not saying they will but that would be interesting to see if he would take it a year from now 
um susan says i was in an oscar pool and i didn't ha- get best supporting actor best actor best actress or best picture right but when they announced best documentary short period in the sentence i screamed like i had a hand in making it which i did not <laughs> brooklyn shoe babe says i was happily pleased by the oscar wins the oscars being hostless the shorter running time and the fashion was great it gave me everything i wanted except when green book won there were too many other movies in that category that were much better roma the favorite and black panther i'm biased towards black panther although there were political messages throughout they seemed to be some natural levity uh what nick the force kind via pranks and such i don't know what the net not oh not the force kind okay um yeah I, I didn't watch it so i don't know blue wave rider says this show had me in stitches i used to work at blockbuster video so i emphasize i empathize with bad customers i never saw so many entitled folks act like total asses because we rented out all 300 copies of a new release right some people got hung up on their i'm the customer and i'm all i'm right mindset they think they have a license to mistreat intimidate and oppress the staff who are there to meet the needs of the customer as best as they can sounds like slavery yeah things got so bad that i made up a fake name to insulate me from angry comments of the customers they was <laughs> that's so that's what happens when people say uh who the fuck is wayne i'm gonna i want to talk to him uh ma'am wayne went home for the day yeah then they pick up the phone hey this is wayne uh they could say that they wanted to talk to bob because that wasn't my real name it may sound childish but it kept me from cussing some customers to fuck out come on about the racist graffiti did you have to change your voice though if they came off the phone could they tell it was you i wonder how that worked you know like over the phone you're like hi this is nate go to hell and suck my dick <laughs> and then when they get there you're like what 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 happened nate did what wow we sent him on we actually fired nate today um uh, about the basis of graffiti spray paint on the church there is one lesson that can be learned believe white people ynw melly and i will release a song in support of our white brothers <laughs> please sing this part okay i got white folks on my mind oh no i got white folks on my mind stay strong stay black i'm out uh oh and i almost forgot i was glad i was glad to hear from really dark night condolences to him and his family has anyone heard from hating ass terrell jones man listen i don't even think to hating ass terrell jones leave comments on ball alerts as they did the update Mm-mm. to the um to the website man those ain't hoeing yeah oh damn i just realized i left the uh walking dead uh thing off of this hold on give me one second find the walking dead episode i must have put in the wrong category mm-hmm. and i did that's what it was mm, all right uh let me just go edit that while i'm out here Nobody. yeah so the last episode of the week was white baby giveaway because apparently <laughs> apparently they was giving the babies away it was giving away white babies on uh <laughs> in the z pock i mean that's a whole white baby you just gonna give it away huh you just don't even care ain't that something um also i don't know why i thought we had a new comment during the let's see what's the day okay we did get one all right cool all right so eve says not that i'm trying to be but have i become the show's official hater with all the vitriol i spit towards henry mm, a lot of people don't like henry 
i guess when i love a character my love is strong but my hate for a character is even stronger that's what crazy people say when they in a relationship with you <laughs> i love strong i'm not crazy i just love so strong i love hard i hate Kenry so much every time he comes to comes on the screen i ball my fist at my side like off to me <laughs> i hate henry like trump hates the truth Oh, I hate Henry more than the kid in the history of The Walking Dead, and that includes Lizzie and Sam. Fuck that kid. Jesus. I mean, hey, if that's how you feel, what am I gonna say? Mm. I can't, I can't call it, dog. I, I don't hate Henry that bad. I, I'm not trying to tell you how to feel or what to believe. If you hate Henry that bad, then, uh, i guess i understand you know i'm trying to think of the last character i hated that much probably uh what was the old girl's name in season at the prison angela i think angela's the last person i hated that much well she was uh, the white woman that michonne saved her and then she betrayed michonne so she can get some governor dick no that's not her name that's not angela what was her name no god i can't remember angela was not it she was the one that i hated i can't remember her name oh god what what was her name i know that one's i know that's not it but i know exactly who you're talking about yeah well she was the worst um and that that's probably the the last time i really truly like from the bottom of my soul hated somebody andrea that's her name oh andrea yes yeah that was that i hated her that's probably the last one i hated um because i think Lori died before her she did and i hated Lori too uh turk says hi guys zeke cannot be in charge anymore didn't henry's father die because zeke had a crew going to a building that wasn't cleared jerry's little half black half samoan kids better not end up orphans because this fool keeps making the same mistakes them kids won't enjoy those movies fatherless love your elk comment karen i think i thought of elks being more canadian animals they probably are reclaiming old territory it reminds me of the comic when oceanside is thriving because the oceans are teeming with fish i hope this mean this means wolves and cougars are also recouping it would be fun to see judith get eaten by one since she can't keep her ass in the gates what what kind of podcast are we what's going on in our fans y'all want to see kids be eaten is everything okay out there guys <laughs> how are you doing turk <laughs> turk are you okay is everything all right with your life <laughs> uh, do we need some do, do we need one of, them, one of them home checks you okay baby i'm gonna I'm just go ahead and call you bluff turk if a cougar kills judith you actually would not be okay with that i'm gonna just call you bluff i would not be okay with that well, fucking two cook we don't want to see a cougar attack a little white girl on national tv mm-hmm. do we Mm-mm. am i am i presuming too much of you no, i don't know i don't i don't um uh, speaking of annoying kids this is the first week i didn't hate henry damn i guess he is an official hater somebody that wants judith to get eaten was <laughs> like but henry is cool this week henry he all right i appreciate his compassion i thought he was going to grow up to be a serial killer but he's kind of hearted <laughs> like fatty carl <laughs> <laughs> his mom being beat gave him the moral compass to fight for lydia he probably thinks she can grow up to be as strong as carol yep i wonder if the whisperers had the same convo rick and co had about rescuing beth when one side wanted to kill and the other to negotiate maybe the more peaceful whisperers came in support of alpha 
i don't think the baby was uh brought brought to as a tactic it may have been a mother going in support of another mother i don't think it was a tactic i think she those are her people and they just go wherever the fuck she told them to go mm-hmm. like i don't even think it was like no strategy to the shit it was just like you if you come in then you gotta bring your baby if not you gotta stay here peace turk that also mean the people in her group are still fucking yeah. even though they live nomadic lives what are they even having a baby for and then the kind of baby that you would literally just sit on the ground and let die that that's a that's a lot going on in that group that we don't know about yet uh the poll was was henry wrong to go after lydia yes it was selfish no he's doing the right thing or i just want him to die karen do i want him to die yeah even though i know he's not i want him to die okay karen just wants henry to die wow (laughs) so she's with evie (laughs) i guess y'all hating together then i don't think you hating evie it sounds like a popular opinion uh was henry wrong to go after lydia yes it was selfish 31 percent, 30 percent of y'all said it was selfish 22 percent said no he's doing the right thing saving her from a abusive situation and 48 percent of y'all are with karen y'all just want him to die so even the, though i know he won't the highest percentage of y'all want him to die though is the point <laughs> damn y'all hate that nigga blue wave rider said henry is running on hormones at this point a wise man once said don't let your loins overrule your logic question <laughs> how did alpha know the location of her daughter uh my guess would be through luke and um aiden maybe mm-hmm. and also the they've thing, been watching them from the woods right that's what i'm saying they have literally been watching on the low they have literally been watching them move around yeah i would say maybe luke and aiden told them because i'm trying to remember when luke and aiden went out i feel like they went out before they captured lydia though hmm <laughs> uh, i think they did right because oh yeah yeah yeah. they went out looking for they were already gone yeah and then the crew had came back but they were had already left yes so i don't know i I think they just been watching them too that same blue wave rider says i left comments before i heard the end of the show i used to listen to another podcast that reviewed the walking dead and some other shows they started shitting on the shows i didn't want to listen to three people slam a show that i was enjoying i dropped the podcast as a result do what you want to do Ryder karen i'm with y'all to the bitter end yeah man i mean like i said if i stop enjoying the show i'll probably stop reviewing it to be honest same you know and as long as i'm enjoying it i'm gonna do reviews that sound like i'm enjoying it rather than shit on it you know while also low-key enjoying it mm-hmm. nerd stuff maybe spoilers henry's start story arc follows a similar arc to the graphic novel after watching daryl tiara and tara and uh the others do dumb stuff uh during the negan war y'all should give henry a pass yeah it's funny though because i i actually was harder on them because they're adults and they weren't doing shit for compassion they were doing shit out of pettiness if you leave henry alone there will be no conflict if y'all don't get off of henry's neck there will be conflict this means you eve and eve did answer the poll and she said you know what my vote was no <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm sure she voted that he was uh not wrong and he was just operating off of compassion mm-mm, mm-mm. and i agree with her mm-mm. so good job ev nope I don't. what do you think her vote was the nigga died you want him to die i think that was her vote yeah wow 
I, you know i might i might be wrong projection much it, you know i don't know we we live in a world of alternative facts but i think that that's what her vote went i don't think eve would i would never she would never care i think i think you need to apologize to her because she knows she's a big henry fan and she would not go through that um all right we got some podcast emails um if i can get in my podcast email folder what the fuck is this ah sorry i'm trying to think is it my the right folder or not i don't think this is in there unless i move this to the wrong folder well go off gmail you take you know what gmail we'll go whenever you ready you take your sweet time okay here we go <laughs> um we had to have read this email before this is from 223 and what's today the second uh but then it was less it was less days in the week i mean it was only 28 days in this month so let me see 23rd when was that oh no all right well maybe this is we haven't read this one all right uh this one says hey rod and karen from tristan hope y'all doing well haven't even finished this week's episodes but i wanted to write it anyway jesse jersey versus the cpd is wild republicans are getting on soapboxes trying to have some more high ground right ignore them black people suddenly believe the police without proof yeah that ignore ignore that right even some gay people i talk to seem really skeptical i lived near chicago for a few years i would trust them i would trust wouldn't trust them further than i could throw them look man um all i can say is this the shit sounds sketchy everybody's speculating i'm at the point now where I, my personal belief is we'll never know the truth um and the other thing is at this point i think he should either get a slap on the wrist if they do have some damning evidence that they have you know that we just don't know about in the public i think you should still get a slap on the wrist because um the uh police have tainted the fuck out of this investigation via the press um and i'm not talking about the leaks i'm talking because leaks were one thing for me i i know people are going to be upset about the leak shit but the leaks thing is not as big a deal to me as it is to a lot of folks um because we talk about leaks all the time it happens in every one of these high profile celebrity situations there's some leaks all the time um the problem for me is when you got the fucking police chief going on uh goddamn good morning america and trying to make the case against jesse when he's doing a press conference and he's making the case against jesse regardless of the evidence that he's putting out not matching up to the story he's telling it's such a concerted effort to like let's say jesse did it right let's say he he framed he made a fake hate crime it's a hoax then why are you out here trying to frame a guilty man if you believe in your evidence we'll see when the judge has to look at it or when it's in court right if you believe in your evidence if not i feel like you're trying to make the public think this dude definitely is lying and he's he's in on it and it's all a big scheme then it's like unless you have a smoking bullet man the shit you've shown doesn't really prove that either you know that check did not you know i I mean i knew the memo wasn't gonna say like for beating my ass but (laughs) but i mean the check and the text messages they put out don't really prove that case yet you know um and uh, and from my understanding the the nigerian brothers didn't even testify to say or you know testify no 
that when they they didn't uh give information that said these texts were about him wanting us to beat him up so and keep in mind i'm not saying this doesn't mean he didn't set it up but why are you out here telling the public that it's just an open and shut case unless you got open and shut case evidence and if you do why aren't you presenting that to the public you telling everything else so i don't know it just the whole fucking thing stinks and and like i said earlier on the show last week a lot of this is just about fighting because you started talking shit one way or the other depending on who you are right you either started saying he did it and it's a hoax and i knew it was fake and you touched down dancing or you said we i believe him i don't give a fuck what the evidence say he didn't do anything and innocent till proven guilty blah blah and then you started fighting people you started fighting people this email right here is proof that, like you're talking about the people you've seen because you know you've seen the back and forth you've been involved in it and then it makes you upset one way or the other and then it's you know oh so i'm homophobic because i didn't think that his story sounded okay, right like fuck y'all then oh so i'm so i'm uh you know uh i'm in denial because some evidence came out that kind of contradicts what he said at first well fuck y'all then oh i'm you know it, it, it was like everybody was going back and forth and that it was just not it's just not the time and it's not the situation to be having this go back and forth everybody should just be the fuck patient and wait and see what the fuck happens at the end before making any definitive statements about that and now that being said there were some people that were homophobic there were some people that were racist and they're upset too because they feel like y'all called me racist and it turns out he might not be telling the truth yeah but some of y'all are racist some of y'all are homophobic the things you said and the way you said them still told a lot about you Mm, yes it did so you know the glee and all this shit you had like it says something about you so deal with it anyway it's like if somebody says i'm not racist oj simpson did kill them people it's like well i didn't call you racist because you thought he was guilty i called him racist i call you racist because you called him a nigger when you said that guilty ass nigger needs to die come on so both things could be true dumbass uh hello kush is a billion dollar idea i'm mad this shit isn't legal here all over again right your eugene impression is spot on i really thought he said these are the days of our lives lol thanks again for all the shows i have so many premium ones to catch up on thanks tristan thank you uh let's see my podcast reviews means we have a new review from outside of america australia mate it says um black fist pick this podcast is so top notch has entertained this podcast is top notch has entertained encouraged and informed me for years now i still remember when i was in the middle of building my house and karen and rod did a show about black people getting stiffed on home loans i was on humming and show your writing one of my one of many occurrences i wanted to thank them every time they are in my ear but i hope this will do for now it will do thank you all the way from australia that's what's up i do it longer um toynia said toy says hey it's toy y'all listen i love my people i do i do but i think we just like to complain about everything we do though uh mm-hmm. nothing is ever good enough the same way the black community complained about the oscars the same way they complain about everything else one thing i noticed in particular is i complain when it comes to politics 
i subscribed to several newsletters from quote unquote black i guess outlets huff post black voices news one black america web etc because um it's a lot easier to keep up with things in our communities nationwide every week when i get a new email there are several articles complaining about kamala harris she's trash black men aren't going to want to vote for her etc some people don't like her that's fine i'm not getting caught really caught up in that just yet anyway we'll see who is still in number in the running come january 2020 the problem i have is the black community doesn't like her cool but who should we vote for then why are there so many articles of campaigns ran by black people complaining but no one is sharing any information about who we should vote for what is the solution not voting at all i guess i said all i have to say i'm tired of hearing us complain for the sake of complaining ugh let me tell you something toy okay not only do i fucking agree with you i peeped that shit last week too and i asked a legitimate question no trolling no no condescending shit you know i I made an observation i was like everybody telling me who not to vote for nobody telling me who to vote for and people was retweeting and shit but you know what i didn't see one not one person came and said you know what this is who i support right everyone like a, well, a couple people even had little snarky answers and shit and i was like okay then block whatever but nobody had a legitimate like these are the issues i believe in this is the candidate i want to support and honestly this year there's not gonna be a lot of excuses because you got so many democrats running if not one of these motherfuckers match up to anything you fucking with then guess what that means you're impossible to please that means that you like then run yourself as many people have urged people to do so you can be the one up there and we can be like well i don't like your politics on this shit what about your history of blank you know every (laughs) anyway i'm not gonna go the whole rant but just look i refuse to invest in these motherfucking stupid ass online arguments this year i'm not doing it not doing it i'm not doing it man let me know when it's time to vote in the primaries in north carolina right i will probably have somebody that i will vote for by then we'll see but i got a whole year and some change for that shit i'm not driving myself crazy following every minutia every little fucking you know hot sauce in someone's bag every uh this nigga wearing mom jeans like i'm not gonna do that for everything like i got jokes obviously i got jokes that's why i'm here but i'm not gonna be back here trying to convince some motherfucker that writes for uh the young turks that i like a politician other than bernie like i don't need that in my life if you've noticed on this show we haven't really even talked about bernie and bernie is back and he been doing shit and i'll just be like all right then mm, whatever we'll see and we'll see who makes out the primary yeah and that's holler at me when we get to the primary our girl allegra says hey you two so i was hella triggered with this conversation of being the highlander of some random white guy's life i've dated outside my race a lot there have been mostly there have been mostly bad experiences and i exit stage right when these guys use terms like you're excited oh man like a car do you like white guys yeah do you like white guys i mean you're already on the date like why would you have shown up to the date if you weren't oh i but i know why because they're asking like are you like basically anti-black or fetishizing white men because some people do fetishize white men they do on some like you know 
i want to be with a white man type of shit so i i, I see okay i see why that that question might be relevant but but, but, but it's almost like uh it has a double meaning because mm-hmm. yeah, it could mean that did it also mean could mean like like you say it for, from her perspective which i understand like what do you mean like if i didn't like you i wouldn't fucking be right right that's why i said it's it's only one way for me in my opinion it's only one way to take that because if Mm -hmm. i'm on the date i'm obviously willing to give you a shot as a white guy right so we on a date and you ask me do you like white guys no you're asking do i only fuck with white guys or do i have a fetish for white guys okay okay like yes is it with you now like am i fucking with you just because i want to go on this date or do i just date any fucking white man that i think will fuck me or whatever like that is weird to ask correct um like if i was on a date with a white woman she said do you like white girls i know what she mean she don't mean do i like white girls like like i'll give them a shot too like no she means am i like i don't date these sisters they out here getting on my goddamn nerves that shit they want to they want to bond over that and other hits i have one example of this dude when i was about 18 and 19 <coughs> sorry another hit ah like a record <coughs> mm-hmm. mm. you okay over there yeah i was getting choked up who i hung out with a few times but i quickly ended it when we were making out he said i can't wait to take you to my mother and see her reaction oh oh no 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 that, that, no no good night no what don't call me yeah we can't be cool no more bitch this ain't a prank show right are you serious I'm not dating you to purposely deal with with that bullshit in the middle of making out what i can't wait till my mama see you black ass uh what 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 i say what i say it doesn't remind me of this i don't remember the name of the show it used to be this black show was it the talk it used to come on like bet or something it was all black women talking in the morning mm-hmm. and uh i think it was one of the it was i i don't remember tia tamara was on there but it was like all these different black women and they talked about dating white men and interracial dating you know and for the most part they were like it was like three or four of them and like like three of them was like nah not really i wouldn't i never have i wouldn't really give it a shot or yeah i would try but i haven't yet and then one girl was like i would but i would never date a white guy again and it was like why not like what happened and she, <laughs> it's so ridiculous but she was like you know we were being intimate and you know i just wouldn't date anybody that would spit on me and everybody's like what now it's like yeah he spit on me and they was like like during sex it's like yep and it was gross and it was nasty and i was like i'm not you know i refuse and i'll never date a white guy again and i kept thinking to myself like what the fuck does that mean like was he like spitting on you like take that nigger spitting your face but what i I realized it's so fucked up because you know it comes from porn but i think it was him spitting like on her pussy or on his dick (laughs) yeah that's a that's a pornography thing i'm gonna get some of y'all fucked up because you try to porn move on a woman on a oh man yeah i'm not a professional don't put your saliva like "Mm mm-mm like he tries a wesley snipe uh wesley pipe shit on her oh man not like that i mean i know it's gonna be saliva swapping don't get me wrong but not in that format it's just disgusting like that you're looking like what the fuck is and this she, she sounded traumatized right? like but i was thinking like that white dude probably just fit on anybody's pussy but i mean 
i see how she would be like this some white shit like brothers don't do this or mm-hmm. whatever at least the one she dealt with ain't right. ain't do that so she was like fuck Mm-mm. that shit i'm not a fan uh i like to be made love too gently and whatever this was was some bullshit Mm-mm, you should have asked first oh man that shit made me laugh so hard because it took so long for me to put it together i was like it was like i don't know like minutes later that i was like oh because at the time i was like damn what that's so racist white people be spitting on people in the middle of sex because i was thinking of like spitting on somebody like like in during civil rights era where somebody tried to sit at your table you'd be like no nigga spit get out <laughs> yes, of here not that type of spit yes because i see and sometimes i'm like what that is particularly when i first started watching porn i was like what the fuck is this and why are you spitting yeah i guess some people into that not not i don't obviously not not a thing for me um i quickly adopted uh oh wait one he was jewish a jewish white guy so y'all can figure out the layers of that yeah i can't wait for my jewish mother to be racist to you a black ass mm-hmm. two i instantly told him why i was a soda and why this was not going to work i was new to dating at the time but i've always been aware of my worth as it relates to relationships and i was not going to tap dance to be tap dancing in the corner for some motherfucker right oh no, nah. i quickly adopted some boxes that i mentally checked when i whenever i interacted with guys outside my race also i'm pretty outspoken and honest so if a guy was being an asshole i told him why side note you introduced us fine rod mariano and i always feel like we're talking with good friends when we talk to you and karen you two were great hosts oh thank you thank you baby yeah i was listening to t with queen and jay and um i think jay was talking about i think they both were talking about podcasts where people do interviews and they don't really introduce the person or like really let the person like get they like here's where you can find me and all that stuff and i kind of got in my head after the interview and was like oh shit do i do that did, did i just do that <clears throat> does everybody know where to find the podcast uh because it does sometimes it is a thing where you just get to talking and you just you know you fuck up you just forget it's not like you know like i don't have a producer it's not like oprah like <laughs> right when someone they- come in my ear and be like hey don't forget to remind them this and i <laughs> thought maybe we just started talking and, and didn't get into enough of promoting them uh but i'm glad that you guys are okay with it and mm-hmm. hopefully the audience understands and use the links that were in the show notes and stuff uh the racial reconciliation movie always wins let it go says shana oh it's been a while since we talked to her mm-hmm. dear karen and rod oh that's the old school right there you know she always say karen first <laughs> it's been forever since the last time i emailed but know that i remain a long time loyal listener i'm not really a relationship person so this is a real commitment for me and i still <laughs> i still feel like we're in the honeymoon phase every episode is as great as the last Aww. oh thank you anyway i had to pause the episode to write in because i feel so seen i have never watched award shows but during the academy awards which i hadn't even realized were on my phone started blowing up with announcements from friends about all the black people winning and i was so aggravated because i couldn't care less and they were disrupting my usual process of willingly ignoring these damn shows come Yo, on for real man like i'm not mad like somebody hit me up i was like you know hey man i'm sorry i was like it's not i'm not even really mad it was just like annoying because it's a thing that i'm doing and i was trying to do it low-key without like making a big demonstration right. to like i'm not watching it don't tell me nothing because i'm not angry with people i'm not yeah. even angry at the show it's just there's nothing for me there i understand the people that get something out of it mm-hmm. but but like i'd rather just be playing video games or watching the walking dead or watching basketball or something than, than that shit you know it's just they don't care about me and i don't care about them uh the sooner woke twitter realizes that the racial reconciliation movie always wins the better off they'll be 
and it's not just white people who love those stories even when they're inaccurate i'm an academic and a first generation college grad i can tell you firsthand how often black academics forget that they rarely speak for all black folks listen come on that's okay. a fact right there listen that's why the fuck ta-nehisi coast doing good yes yeah, so- that's why they don't like him because he ain't get he ain't graduate from a fancy ass school and you know teaching the hollowed hollowed halls of you know some prestigious fucking academic institution as far as they're concerned right so he come from the outside they don't like that he be talking for regular niggas like he might be very poetic and smart and all that shit but he ain't got the right bonafides and they be trying to box his ass out of the shit but he can't stop the truth motherfuckers fuck with him because he resonate that's why the fuck they hate that he like obama because the right the right academic stance to have on obama is i hate him because he's a president of the united states and i hate all presidents of the united states but you know what the black stance is in america and as a black american is he still represents for black america whether you like that people like him or not whether black people you like that black people like him or not if your job is to explain blackness to white people then you're gonna have to explain the affinity we have for that dude and the complexity of our voices and our votes without just being disdaining your voice for the fact that we're not just hopping on with your internationalist agendas and shit okay not all of us are on that or know all that shit nope and and it's also uh in my thing uh and 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 because it's it's almost like a how can I say it's a it's two sides to that yes you need people with these degrees and phds to be able to explain shit like like they have their purpose but also you have regular ass people who might not even be able to talk the language and not everybody it's a group of it's, it's a lot of them that understand blackness and their blackness and they don't let them get these degrees and having to deal with whiteness and having to jump these uh, ropes and all this stuff affect or have a disconnect between who they are as a black person some of them get their degrees and they just kind of almost separate themselves from blackness and they act like regular ass niggas opinions don't matter and they're the their opinion about something is the only quote-unquote true black opinion when that's not always facts and then they wonder why a lot of times black people that mass talks at them and be like hey nigga yo that don't represent the, the views of everybody out there and a lot of them turn around because they got these degrees would turn around and actually shit on people that, that are quote unquote less than or don't have degrees like we're stupid and we're dumb and we don't have opinions and we quote unquote can't understand this shit because a lot of times what particularly when it comes to race and all that stuff you're explaining it maybe on a higher level using these <clears throat> using these big words you know and they might have terms and definitions to it but it don't mean normal black people don't understand and can't get it yeah the thing for me that always bothers me is they're using black tm in a room full of white people explaining that and making a living doing it and at the same time you know sometimes getting rich doing this shit living much better lives than many many black people are living and at the same time admonishing black people for the way that we live the way that we exist the complexities that we have to harbor in order to survive in america and there's like a scolding that they do as well you know and this and there's like a thing where they have to be so woke in that room full of white people that they can't be like i fuck with obama so they have to find a way to like break him down and he ain't shit either but i'm like you just breaking them down for white people as a bona fide anyway right like maybe some super radical black people are out there like that clapping for you but for the most part 
most black voters in america most black people in america did not feel let down by president obama they didn't feel scolded by president obama um it doesn't mean they agree with every word out of his mouth but they understood the complexities of the job he was undertaking and how hard it was and you using us as leverage because you can like you like to put us as window dressing of oh i love cardi b look at this that that but then you out here writing some like woke ass feminist piece about cardi b because you got to monetize even that like you like it's so it's it's this thing where it's a battle between like okay how are you consuming us to then regurgitate us to then sell us and then all the while judging us or are you like really from this and there's and i think like i said with coats he was he's he's a big pariah to a lot of people because he ain't from the the process he's from outside of the process and his mute and his 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 words speak to people like music you know they speak to a certain type of person and um and also more importantly he's taking up quote-unquote space from these white people's attention because these white people still have a finite amount of attention they're willing to give blackness and they're mad that he's the one getting it and he didn't go through all the same shit they did but you know all that all that to go back to say like a lot of social media is people doing their best impression of that woke shit of black academics and all that stuff some of them are black academics some is people doing like a very paltry james baldwin impression of you know let me tell you why every movie is problematic and why nothing is fun and there is no joy and everything is racist and they get off on that and they make a lot of they make a living doing that they get attention they get retweets they got all that shit but at the same time there's very little consideration for just the fact that you're not really speaking for all of us you know right and also and i know we need to move on but also in the academic field there's kind of a double standard because like you say some of them come from come from regular ass black people a lot of them they first second generation to get degrees and there are a lot of uh black people that have degrees that out here doing the work and they and they they come from blackness and they talk about blackness and they represent us and they don't fold uh because of their peers but you in my opinion you also have a group of, of of black academics that get these degrees and they come from the group who they've always been praised because they've been black in these white circles so you know they keep going on and they always have to act like their opinion is the only one because the the white counterparts and everybody around them has constantly praised them and told them how they're the greatest and sometimes you know and you do have a lot of black people that are raised up in white circles that actually to an extent now all the time they disconnect from blackness and people don't want to admit that either and they actually are here representing people too and people can say well you don't represent us you know it's nothing wrong with that but you but your opinion and your voice does not represent blackness yeah and then so the thing for me becomes this because i've said it before on the show we need all types yes we do it's all hands on deck so we need people in those rooms and academic circles that are connected to us and speaking for us we need people that can take the things that are complex about us and translate them you see what i'm saying but some of the shit that's happening on like social media stuff is not that you know it's kind of like how's my angle what's way what wave am i doing what am i riding out and so you have a long ass thing piece about you know some some like it's something that that's not even meant to be that deep and it turns into that where it's like oh because you also have a brand you have to sell this shit you know it has to like you can't just watch this and enjoy it you have to watch it and then have a take to then take back 
in itself whether it's on medium.com or your patreon or to, you know to write up or whatever we have academics that listen to the show a lot of them mm-hmm. you know we've been written about in academic circles and stuff right so it's not like i'm lambasting all black academics mm-hmm. or uh saying like this is all black academia is but there is some shadiness within academia as well we've covered coach versus um cornell west on this show before because we knew it was shade too you know it's not just it's not just about um uh it's not just about the academics of it it's also i don't like this nigga like right. like it happens you know um so i think it's kind of uh you know i think i think these award shows and these big like social events brings out some of the worst in people because everyone's talking about the same thing and so you have to have an angle and some people's angle is going to be like how can i shit on this thing the most and so it's not necessarily enjoyable it's not why it's one of the reasons i don't participate in it it doesn't it doesn't satisfy me and it doesn't become fun like i said for the most part black twitter during award shows is kind of not fun company because it's woe is me it's this isn't fun they're fun for like black award shows when we when we can relax on the pressure we're not all trying to impress the white gays and get the most like you know uh attention and get written about or write something about it like we just enjoy those shows you know how few think pieces come out after the black uh bet awards and shit because because we're not trying to like show out for people so, and some people have turned it into showing out you know as opposed to just being like i oh i was rooting for this movie and it won or i was rooting for this movie and it didn't win i don't have to like make a spectacle of the fact that it didn't win you know so that's why i could that's why i get the that's what that's what that's the vibe i always get from those moments and that's why i back off of those moments and i don't watch any like especially after twitter i don't watch any of the award shows nope uh except for bet awards I saw a green book in Virginia over the holidays with my family. I come from a family of folks who see all black movies from Tyler Perry to Spike Lee because they're black movies. Hey, so you know my family. I left the green book feeling like it was meh. That's because I'm a historian and therefore prone to cynicism and critique. But the three generations of black family members who were with me loved it. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's a contingent of black people that don't know about this shit. A big ass contingent that don't be on the internet, don't read Hollywood Reporter mm-hmm. and all that not shit on social media I don't know like i'm sure if my parents saw that movie they'd be like oh it was heartwarming or whatever well actually my parents are more connected than most people's parents but you know a lot of people's parents would be like it was all right like my my whole contingent my whole thing this whole time has been like that movie was just all right like when you watch it the problem with the movie is really that when you watch it it doesn't really offend you or not offend you in any way like if if you want to say it's like uh randolph terrence says it the best it's the fantasy it's the fantasy it's what white people would like to think happens and what is possible between white and black people in that time if you're a quote-unquote good white person it's a fantasy it sells this fantasy everything you know what else is a fantasy bohemian rhapsody was a fantasy yes it was that wasn't exactly how that happened you know like the movies are all selling us some political agenda of some type you know it's just what politics do you line up with and how much of that is bastardized from reality um but i still say that if niggas hadn't rallied against that shit online i feel like it wouldn't have won that, that's true because them, them white people they saw the uh like you said they saw the petitions they saw the think pieces like a lot of that stuff came up a lot of times so they got tired of seeing it and like you said 
one thing about white people they don't like to be told what to do in mass so they were like word you ain't gonna tell me what to do yeah um uh so when we went to dinner afterwards i said nothing because nobody likes to kill joy and then if they enjoy reimagining history and living in a world of racial harmony for two hours what kind of monster would i be to ruin that for the night (laughs) for the sake of being right nigga that's what twitter has been doing for that movie uh i say all that to say i was i was in rise amen corner listening to this episode and i appreciate you for keeping all the way real thanks man mm-hmm. i appreciate you um and then the unrelated note i've delighted in hearing the story of bullet ball several times over the years have you ever told the story of how the taser became the official weapon we'd love to hear it. yo it wasn't deep it, it's not a story <laughs> we not- just was reading another article about a cop killing a black person i was like what the fuck happened to tasers right aren't they right there on the belt like one is a gun and one is a taser how about you use the one on the right hip for once buddy okay and and that's when we was (laughs) like you know what the you know what the the official weapon is a taser because i'd rather you tase my ass than shoot me you can die from tasers too but odds are it's a higher probability that you'll live through the shit love the show as always shanna thank you thank you yeah and and like so uh, and of course you know i'm talking about black shit because we do this show and it's Mm -hmm. a black show but um i can go through the list of all the winners and tell you why a lot of people were taking issue with them so it's not just black people it's like it's become the industry like i was listening to a podcast and i won't name it because uh i didn't like the episode and i didn't i'm not gonna listen again but i was listening to a podcast that covers pop culture and they were talking about the oscars and guys they hated everything everything they knew they were gonna hate it before the shit happened then it happened they had predictions for it or whatever it happened and then they hated like and it was like they start hating on people that they was just they were just okay with like a month ago and they was like fuck this motherfucker he won and i can't help it but part of me feels like it's like confirmation bias the opposite way where it's like oh this thing is popular now it's time to shit on it you know and and that's how sometimes that's how life feels to me where i'm like y'all took the joy out of a thing that was about joy like you grow up every year you grew up you look forward to this thing every year you you like the pomp and circumstances the way that people dress Mm -hmm. you like to see your favorites win uh you like to root for people you like to uh see the speeches and all this type of shit and instead of it becoming a thing where there were more than one deserving person in the room that could win something it turned into if this don't win fuck everybody fuck these awards fuck everything and you know i picked up that vibe from social media a couple years ago and said i'm never watching live any of this shit again right i had to tap out because you literally have one in what however many nominees so say five to nine or whatever the fuck the numbers are you have that percentage chance of that person you want to win winning if you pick one person right and i watch all these movies for a living for our to be a movie critic and you know i'll be watching the movies like i can see the favorite winning i can see why uh this will win i don't want blank to win but you know and if it wins you know what i think them niggas worked hard on the movie who the fuck am i to shit on it you know robbie malik was everybody's favorite the director he didn't get along with brian singer walked off the movie and didn't come back in the midst of scandal and the fact that rami malik did not want to work with him so a huge part of why brian singer did not really get to direct that movie is because of rami malik and you know what they did when he started winning awards started blaming him for being in the fucking movie in the first place like what the fuck do you want him to do 
you know what i mean like what do you want him to do he's i don't like this guy i don't want him directing the movie he quit the movie so i'm gonna finish filming the movie hey man fuck you i'm malik like is it the way people like kind of take it from fun to make sure that it's like their fun is in making sure it's not fun correct and that and that that vibe is just it throws me off so i don't like the i don't like it because i'm capable of watching those shows if i'm not interacting with people and being like oh man black panther didn't win but i love roma you know what i mean like i'm capable of being able to say like alfonso caron worked hard on that shit uh first man won a uh award over um infinity war and i'm like yeah but that scene and first man had a couple good good scenes i knew they were going to space but that shit looked intense you know i already knew how it ended you know what i'm saying so it feel like people kind of like took took the fun out of it and so if you come to root for it it's almost like you got to do the opposite of interacting with people on social media you know you you have to like wall it off so i've just decided to not participate in it because it's just not worth it and like i said people are on brand at this point if you have a podcast where you shit on this shit guess what you got to do you got to shit on it you can't come back on monday and be like actually i love that oscars no 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 no. you got to come back and be like and did you see what so-and-so had on and this person gave a stupid speech and why they get this movie award you gotta do it you don't have a fucking choice you know because because if you don't your fans will be like what the fuck happened to you we supposed to be miserable together where are you going so anyway man uh i'm glad and 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 for the record i didn't go in not one person mentioned that was enjoying it and try to tell them fuck that shit or whatever hey leave me alone i'll leave you alone it wasn't starting no shit with nobody you know i do that all the time i see people having a good time hey man good luck to you i hope you continue to have a good time I'll let y'all party and then also with twitter specifically once you get over a certain amount of followers and shit you really just not even allowed to like ha- have and too much of a good time without somebody somewhere being like but i'm upset now you know so it's a it's a different experience uh anyway man thank y'all for listening that's it for this episode Did we get um, something? what is that stuff over there i don't know what you're talking i don't know ain't that new or no right here none of that's new okay okay Mm -hmm. i didn't know sorry just popped that oh we did get one more email the caucasity Rhonda says karen and rod please watch and review the netflix movie abducted in plain sight you won't believe your eyes and it's a true story i suggest taking a sip every time the black version would be over oh we watched it uh we just didn't do a review and stuff i know a lot of people did reviews and and whole podcast about it uh i watched it um yeah typical white people shit yeah you know white people was uh white people in this shit i i don't know how the fuck they let that man dude it's like every three minutes i was my eyes just like what the the fuck what right because because every time it because it kept going and i was like oh this is it what right what 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 because i thought it was gonna be a smooth hour i think it's like 90 minutes once Mm -hmm. we got to the hour mark i was like okay we're about to wrap this up it felt long because they were that stupid come on like i honestly kept looking at my watch like it must have been an hour and a half right? because this is an hour and a half worth of stupid and it's been about 10 minutes i've never seen anything like that in my life so i i don't even know people and then that's the other thing guys like i have empathy and shit but i i had to turn i was like not for these dudes nah y'all fucked y'all kids up and everything this nigga was sleeping in y'all's bedroom with y'all kids like the dude the father gave him a hand job he made out with the mother they got a divorce like they was just willing to some people say they got something to do with their religion i don't know i just never seen bigger 
I've never seen more gullible people than what was on that documentary. Yeah, you was looking like, at, at some period of time, you was like, there's gonna be a correction. The light bulb gonna come on and somebody gonna be like, stop this shit. And it never happened. Like, the police were like, don't talk to this dude no more. He tried to fucking abduct and rape your daughter. And they was like, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that was a while I ago. Mean, I mean, yeah, he got her once. What, what? Twice? Well, we, we really bringing up old shit. Like, like, hey man, calm down. Like, I couldn't do it. So, right, I was like, what is happening here? Yeah, I didn't fuck with it, man. So, anyway, this is a long re- meandering uh feedback show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm sure we were on and off topic at various points in time. All right. But uh thank you guys for listening. Thanks for all the support and the love. We appreciate y'all. We'll talk to you guys later. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.